Matt and Mike, Mike in, in the morning. morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is New Testament uh, lesson 11. We taught on November the 12th. This is the pur- purity and persecution chapter. So in this chapter, there's two main things going on. One, there are people that are um, in the new church that are selling their possessions, selling plots of land, those sorts of things, and giving those, uh, donating the, the proceeds from that to the church. Um, then we have a couple who lies about that, Ananias and Sapphira. Um, and then we also have the apostles being jailed um, because they're preaching about Christ, and they won't stop. And then they're jailed, and then an angel lets them out, and they keep, keep doing it. So this is how things were in the early church. I wonder why they call it purity. Um, purity and persecution. Maybe it's just like, you know, like telling the truth kind of along those lines. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so do you remember the first time that you learned about Ananias and Sapphira, Pastor Bauer? I don't. I do. I think my mom was my Sunday school teacher. If it wasn't, no. Uh, it was Mrs. Harder. Yeah, Mrs. Harder was my best friend's mom. And, uh, you know, my mom and my best friend's mom, they knew this thing about us, their sons, that we just couldn't lie to them. Somehow or another, my countenance would change. Same thing with Kyra. I can't lie to her. She just knows, like... For you, probably your lips do something different. My, Aaron tone. says it's my lips. That's how she yeah. knows. Uh, for me, it's probably my eyes or just the, my tone or something like that. Um, and so I remember... It's actually your, your eyebrows. My eyebrows. And your, and your jaw a little bit. Mm. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right, then. Um, <laughs> so we learned this. So Ananias and Sapphira, they sell this property, and they purposely withhold some of it, and they don't give it to the apostles, to the church. And so they sin against, well, they lie. They sin against the apostles, and they sin against the Holy Spirit. And uh, and so there's, this judgment comes upon them really quick, and they both die within a few hours of each other. So the take-home lesson for me when I learned this as a kid was don't lie to your mom, and otherwise you might die. Um, but it always always stuck <laughs> stuck with me. Or maybe that's what my mom taught me. She's like, Matthew, don't you lie to me. Or, or you're going to end up like Ananias and Sapphira. <laughs> Either way, it worked. Uh, teaching the Bible at home. <laughs> yeah. So to be clear with that, so Ananias and Sapphira, no one ever required them to sell anything. No one ever re- required them to, to give the proceeds to the church. Ananias and Sapphira could have sold a home for $100,000, given 70000 to the church, and they would be fine. But they said, we gave the whole amount, as they if lied. they sold it for 70000 yeah. And so they, they lied. Um, and as the first big offense in that way, the Lord showed that he was serious, and he killed them. Kind of like with the first man in the Old Testament who is gathering firewood on the Sabbath. Um, the people go to Moses. Moses talks to God. God says, stone the man to death. It was kind of the first big offense against the Sabbath. And so the Lord is clear um, that he's serious about this stuff. So great fear came upon the people, and uh, they knew not to lie, evidently. And so God's law is his law. Some other neat bits about this, the the, the lesson really just goes through chapter 4 and chapter 5 of, of the book of Acts. They do it in a little different way and paraphrase uh, some things. Uh, but as maybe you were mentioning earlier, how the apostles were, were preaching the gospel, and then they were jailed for it, and the angel of the Lord, you know, might have been Christ, or is it the angel of the Lord? I don't know. Not the angel of the Lord, just an angel. An angel, it says. Because mm-hmm. um, that was all before Christ's incarnation, with uh, the angel of the Lord. But the angel of the Lord opened the door. An angel of the Lord. An angel, you are correct. An angel of the Lord, not the, the definite article means something. Uh, and so they just go back, uh, right back out, and they start preaching once again. And if you follow... 
uh, a Voice of the Martyrs or Life Site News, which is a pro-life news agency out of Canada, which I do, uh, you'll, you'll hear just about every week these pastors around the world who are jailed for preaching the gospel uh, and then through various means they're let out and they continue to do so. Uh, by the way, a little side note for our prayers. Uh, we should pray for uh, Bishop Piola. Uh, he's um, uh, the bishop of the uh, Confessional Lutheran Church in Finland. Uh, who's continually um, within the sites of litigation, um, uh, also with uh, one of his members, Tabi Reisinen. Uh, she is a member of the parliament in, in Finland. They're both Lutherans, and all they did was uh, speak scripture at a pride festival, and they got in big, big, big trouble for it. Um, could be jailed. And so we continue to pray for them, but it doesn't slow them down, and it's neat to listen and follow their story because they are filled with the Holy Spirit and keep proclaiming Christ and Him crucified and and uh, the Ten Commandments, its, it's consequences uh, and the solution for our sin. It's Jesus. Now, with this lesson, um, I do want to critique the first two verses of the um, textual paraphrase here. So, page one hundred four, right at the top there, it says, "How do you know if the Holy Spirit is working in a believer's heart?" When God's Spirit works in his people, they are loving and unselfish. True to a certain extent, but misleading, and, and that can be an accusation to the conscience which is unwarranted. So, the Lord sanctifies us. Sometimes he does this in ways where it becomes more obvious um, that he's forming us to be loving and unselfish people. Thanks be to God for that. Sometimes... The Lord makes us wrestle with our own unlovingness and, 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 and our own selfishness, and we hate it. <laughs> and we don't necessarily look loving and unselfish at that time, but it's just kind of an inner struggle. That, too, is the work of the Holy Spirit. And if, and if you don't see the outward manifestations of, of, the, of, of the fruits of the Spirit at a certain point, if, if you find yourself... To, that if you're convicted of your um, not being loving, if you're convicted of your selfishness, that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit isn't working, which is the way that these sentences that, they, that these sentences could be read. Rather, um, the Lord sanctifies, and He does make us um, more loving, uh, less selfish. But that not every day is it going to look exactly like that. So just just a bit of caution as, as we get those first two sentences there. Yeah, we know that God's Spirit works through his word, right, which we're studying here, and his sacraments, baptism, Lord's Supper, mm -hmm. forgiveness of sins. Uh, and so those are objective means that we know that God works. So right. if, if we don't, you know, like the weather today is kind of like, I don't think the sun is out because I don't see the sun. I don't feel the sun. Now, it doesn't mean that the sun isn't real. The sun isn't working. We just don't mm -hmm. see the sun working. Sure. Um, uh, because we don't feel the sun, the warmth of it, doesn't mean the sun isn't working for our good. Right? Same with God's word. Uh, so that's why we bail our kids to the word and the sacraments. We teach them God's word, uh, bring them to the, to the font, uh, and then teach them to receive the gifts from the Lord's table in due time. We'll see you next time on Matt and Micah in the morning.